I think one of the biggest misconceptions when it comes to osteoarthritis is thinking that the x-ray or MRI of the joint that's bothering you tells the entire story of what's happening and explains your pain. Now, the reason that this is a problem is because a lot of times people are led to make decisions based upon what their x-ray or MRI looks like. This can lead to premature surgeries. This can lead to avoiding trying other things like exercise and other lifestyle factors because of this image that you're seeing of your joint. Research has been coming out and showing that there's actually not a meaningful relationship between the structural changes that are happening inside your joint, the things you can see on an x-ray or an MRI, and pain intensity. I'm making a podcast episode about this because I think a lot of times people drive their decisions based upon what their image looks like, when in reality, the image is not the entire story. There are so many other pieces to this puzzle, and a lot of times the medical community doesn't exactly educate you on these. So I'm here to bring you the information, the research, so you can make a better decision when it comes to how you go about treating your osteoarthritis and the decision you make whether to get surgery or not. So here we go. You're listening to the Adventuring with Osteoarthritis podcast. Do you want to learn how to live an active life with osteoarthritis? Hear inspiring stories from others just like you and find out the best ways to naturally tackle joint pain. This podcast has you covered. There are so many possibilities that your healthcare provider may not be telling you about, and surgery isn't always the answer. This podcast is not medical advice. Now, here's your host, doctor of physical therapy and osteoarthritis specialist, Alyssa Kewen. Odds are, if you have osteoarthritis, you've likely had an x-ray or an MRI done. A lot of times... These images are done in order to rule out something more serious that may be going on. So you go see someone for joint pain that you're dealing with and they'll take an image just to see, one, the health of your joint and two, just to make sure that there's no fractures or there's nothing more serious that's going to require another course of treatment. But... You cannot make a decision for surgery solely based on what your image looks like or what your joint looks like. I have a lot of people who send me emails and send me messages saying, can I send you my x-ray or MRI results and then you can tell me if I need surgery or not. Number one, I can't give personalized advice so I can't answer that question. But number two, it is impossible to decide if you need surgery or not based on what your x-ray looks like, based on what your MRI looks like. You cannot make that decision. There are so many different pieces to this puzzle and I want you to know what these pieces are so we can ask better questions when you're seeing a primary care, you're seeing an orthopedic surgeon, and you can feel more confident in the decisions that you're making. Because one, surgery is a big decision and I want you to feel confident in making it and also feel confident in the fact of maybe you don't need surgery right now. Now I want to dive into the research a little bit about 
What they've been finding in regards to what your images look like and then what the pain is that you're experiencing. Because like we mentioned in the beginning, there's not a meaningful relationship between pain and what your image looks like. Meaning just because you have changes on your image does not correlate. That means you're going to have severe pain. And just because you have minimal changes on your x-ray doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have minimal to no pain. There's not a direct relationship. And what's interesting is, so if we look at a couple of these statistics, so 75 to 80% of community dwelling adults, so adults just living out in the freely in the community, with evidence of radiographic osteoarthritis, meaning they've been diagnosed with osteoarthritis because of the changes on their x-ray. Their joint space is a little smaller, so things are a little more squished. Maybe they have some changes in their cartilage. Maybe they have some swelling going on. So 75 to 80% of community-dwelling adults with evidence of radiographic osteoarthritis do not experience frequent joint pain. That's a lot of people who are asymptomatic but have changes in their joints. And also, as few as 10 to 15% of people who experience frequent joint pain have definite radiographic evidence of osteoarthritis. So as few as 10 to 15% of people have changes on their x-ray and have pain that's correlated with it, while 75 to 80% of people have these changes but don't experience any pain. There are also a couple of people who have changes on their MRI, so An x-ray and an MRI, an x-ray usually looks at bones primarily. An MRI can look at some more soft tissues like the meniscus and cartilage and those sorts of things. They can see a little bit more. But what was so crazy is one abnormal joint MRI feature can be found in greater than 80% of pain-free community-dwelling adults, meaning at least, well, greater than 80% of people have some sort of change on their MRI, but don't have any pain. They may not even know that they have these changes. And that certain characteristics in your joint, one meaning you can have the lining that surrounds your joint can become inflamed. And this is one thing that can be found on an MRI. It's called synovitis. So what's surrounding your joint is called the synovium. And you can have some thickening of that. You can have some irritation of that that you can see on some MRI images. Now, this synovitis was found in 30 to 35% of pain-free individuals. So I really just want to get across that Just because you have certain changes on your image does not necessarily mean you're going to experience pain because I think that this is a big mindset thing. And even if you are told, you know, you have the knees of an 80 year old, your hip is, you know, looks 20 years older than you are, whatever it is, I want you to take that with a grain of salt. And I know it can be hard. It can be much easier said than done, but the image is not the entire picture. Just because you have changes does not mean you're doomed. Just because you have changes does not mean surgery is inevitable. It is so important to look at the full picture. Now, I know you might be listening to this. Oh, that's great that all these people have these changes on their x-ray and don't have pain. But I have pain. And I get that. 
So I want to talk more about the full picture. And we have to look at a couple of different things. And one of those primary things is the symptoms that you're experiencing. So yes, your image and what your joint looks like is part of the puzzle. But what symptoms are you experiencing? And I want you to think about how severe your stiffness is. How severe your pain is. How severe your loss of range of motion is. How stable your leg feels. Does your leg feel like it's going to give out? Or you don't feel confident putting all of your weight on that side? And we look at these things, the pain, the stiffness, the range of motion, and how much is that limiting your quality of life? Meaning, are you able to enjoy the things that you enjoy? Are you able to actually do the things that you like to do within reason? Um, Are you able to essentially feel happy with the life that you're currently living? And this is a a one-on-one conversation with yourself, really looking back and thinking, is my joint pain limiting me to the fact that I no longer enjoy time with my family or with my spouse? Or am I missing out on memories and opportunities that would otherwise make me really happy? What if my joint felt better? Would I enjoy life differently? Would I enjoy life more? And sometimes it's hard to say. But it's truly looking at how your pain is impacting you. And this is another piece of the puzzle. Really being honest with yourself. If you have joint pain and say, oh, it doesn't really limit limit me by doing much. I'm still able to do what I want. It's not necessarily impacting my quality of life. Then that's something to consider. And once you have that and have a better idea of how you're able to live your life and how you're feeling about it. The next piece is looking at, have you tried conservative management? And conservative management is what I talk about a lot on this podcast. There are lots of different ways to go about it, but research is showing that conservative management is one of the absolute first things to try when it comes to searching for pain relief and improving your function, improving your ability to do Things that you want to do, walking, stairs, that sort of thing. Have you tried to alter those in any way? For example, getting stronger through resistance training and strength training. Or have you altered the types of foods that you're eating? Because food can have a direct correlation with irritation of the joint via inflammation. And I talk about that in some earlier episodes. Have you given a good effort to these conservative management options? Now, I want you to also understand that because one thing didn't work for you, say, for example, maybe you tried physical therapy or tried some sort of exercise program and it didn't work. It's always worth it to get a second opinion because movement in particular can be extremely powerful when it comes to osteoarthritis. But if it's too challenging, too hard, too much volume, It can lead you to have a negative experience. So just like you'd get a second opinion for a doctor or maybe you'd get a second opinion on decorations for your house or whatever it is, 
a lot of times we want a second opinion. And same thing goes with movement and same thing goes with other treatment routes for um, osteoarthritis and conservative management, non-surgical interventions. It's important to get a second perspective, to get a different way of looking at things because maybe you don't vibe with the person or maybe you don't vibe with the current program that you've tried, but getting another perspective may open your eyes or open doors to other opportunities. And so giving a consistent dedicated effort to conservative management, conservative options is incredibly important. And sometimes it can take up to three to six months to start seeing those significant results. Now you should start seeing at least small benefits, small wins along the way, but it does require some consistent effort. And when we look globally at those three things, or I guess four things, the x-ray or MRI, the image, the symptoms that you're experiencing and the severity of your symptoms, how they're impacting your quality of life, and the consistent effort to conservative options, these are some things to weigh when you're making a decision for surgery. And I do have a blog post I will link down below if you'd like to read more about this. Because another thing when it comes to surgery is really looking at how it's going to change your life and what the recovery is going to entail. Recovery is long, especially for a total knee replacement. Total hip replacements are a little shorter. But you also need support from family to help you do things and run errands and get your medications. And you need to have a home set up that allows you to thrive. And sometimes people have to move to the bottom floor if they have a two-story home, at least for a couple of days, maybe even a week or two. So you have to have this set up in order to allow yourself to optimally recover and have the appropriate resources as far as support and ways to get around like driving and things people have to take you to appointments etc and so this is a big part of it as well especially for the folks that are listening who perhaps live alone or have family members that live further away these are some things to consider and after listening to this i hope that this helps to really kind of open your eyes to some of the other things that go into considering a surgery aside from just looking at what your x-ray looks like, looking at what your MRI looks like. Because somebody could have the exact same x-ray or MRI as you and not have any pain. And so if you understand what are maybe some of those other puzzle pieces that are going on, and I talk about this a lot in my arthritis adventure blueprint because I think that it's incredibly important to know what's flaring up your pain, what's amplifying your pain. Because you have all these other factors that can turn up the volume, turn up the sensitivity to pain that isn't just structural, that isn't just the mechanical changes inside of your joint. Because if we don't take care of those pain amplifying factors first, if we don't take care of those factors that are increasing your sensitivity to pain, then getting surgery likely isn't going to bring you the the results that you're looking for. You may still experience pain. You may still experience stiffness. You may not get that quality of life back that you're searching for, even after going through this extensive surgery. So I think it's really worth 
looking and talking with yourself, talking with people that mean a lot to you about what your pain means. And if you have the appropriate conservative management resources, if you've done, you know, the exercise, I have tons of exercises on my YouTube channel. If you've done everything you can and put a solid effort into conservative management along with these other things of looking at your quality of life, I think it definitely is you can make a better decision. You can make a more confident decision with surgery. But this isn't something that's just decided on what your x-ray looks like alone. So if your x-ray looks way worse than you thought, or if you were told that, you know, this is the worst joint I've ever seen, I want you just to take a deep breath and realize that that does not mean you're doomed. There is still hope, even if you have these arthritic changes on an x-ray or on an MRI. There is still hope. So I hope that this was helpful. I hope that this kind of jogs your mind to ask some questions at your next appointment. I hope that this kind of gives you a new perspective on looking at your x-ray, looking at your MRI, and really kind of understanding your pain journey and what may be amplifying your pain. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Adventuring with Osteoarthritis podcast. If this podcast has brought you hope and inspiration, make sure to hit the subscribe button and leave a review. Also, if you're looking for more information on how to start your own arthritis adventure, head to www.keeptheadventurealive.com or follow me on YouTube by searching Alyssa Arthritis Adventure. That's A-L-Y-S-S-A Arthritis Adventure. We'll see you next time.